Okay. Welcome, everyone. Tonight's Harlevanon slash Abe Torah, Daf Yomi Shi'ur. Tonight's Shi'ur is Daf Ayin Gimel in Masechet Shabbat and Per Kal Gadol. We left off on Daf Ayin Gimel on the top, but we have to review a bit of what we did before. We're going to start at the two dots. Welcome, everyone. Um, so, so we're comparing Shabbat to other mitzvot. Now, we're saying that Shabbat has something stricter than other mitzvot. And on Shabbat, if you do two things in one forgetting, two milachot in one forgetting, you only chayav one. I'm sorry, you're chayav for each one. And on other mitzvot, you're not. And then we said there's a strictness from the, we, we, there's a strictness about other mitzvot um, than Shabbat, because on other mitzvot, if you do a accident without having it in mind altogether, you're still chayav. But on Shabbat, you're not. That was the, two, the flip side. So the stricter part about Shabbat is that if you do two in one fell swoop, you have only one. On the other hand, when it came to um, other mitzvot, if a guy does something wrong, you have chata, the strictness there is that when you do, when you do uh, a shogeg without mitkaven, you make a mistake and you have no kavana, then you own, then you have on Shabbat one and uh, zero, and other ones you still have. Those are the two flip sides. Now we're trying to find the case that it works. Let's go through the Gemara quickly. So in the stricter Shabbat part, okay, what was the case? What's the case? If the case where you have two on Shabbat is that you did Kitsira and Tichina, you did harvesting and you did grinding. <laughs> and the opposite case by other mitzvot, just like you would have in the Shabbat case, you did two separate things. One was you did harvesting, the other one was grinding. So the flip case by the other mitzvot would be eating forbidden fat and eating blood. And we're comparing them, we're saying that this is the stricter one, where Shabbat is stricter, and this one's not. It's not true, because by Shabbat you have two korbanot, and by blood and fat you also have two korbanot. So that can't be the case that, 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 that they're talking about. Ela, rather switch it. Shar mitzvot, dilo mechayev, elachada hechidami. How can you have a case that uh, by other mitzvot they only chayav one? Ya'achal chelev vechelev. The case must be that a guy first ate a kazayid of chelev. Then he ate another kazayid of chelev, right? The kavate gabeshar mitzvot, gabeshabat. So in the flip, that, that case by Shabbat, da'avad kitzira, kitzira, must be that you harvested it. And you harvest it again. So if so, that can't be the case. 
because then both of them are have only one. We're trying to figure out where is the strictness of Shabbat if it's talking about a case where they did two separate things, you have two by both. And if it's both the same thing, you have one by both. Either way, we don't have a case. The case must be that you did both harvesting and you did grinding. What, what does it mean when we say, oh, that's not true by other mitzvot? When we said the other mitzvot, we're not talking about mitzvot like chelev and dam or double chelev. No, we're talking about a case of a particular one mitzvah. When you said shar mitzvah, it sounds like all other mitzvot. No. We meant a particular other mitzvah. Which particular other mitzvah? The mitzvah of Avodah Zarah. Okay, the Ami, and like the rule of Rav Ami. What's the rule of Rav Ami? Damar Rav Ami, Zibech v'kitev v'nisech. The guy does three things, the halama echad, one, one mistake. The guy makes a sacrifice, and he pours wine, and he offers incense. In one mistake, enu chayav elachat, he's only chayav one. So therefore, in that case, you only have one by Shai Mitzvot, meaning Abu Dazah. And on the flip side, by Shabbat, you, you, you would be Chayav uh, two. And therefore, you see that Shabbat is stricter in a way. Okay? So now we're explaining that Shabbat is stricter than other Mitzvot. It's talking about a case of Abu Zarah. Now, once we said that it's talking about Avodah Zarah, now we're in trouble. Why are we in trouble? Because if you say you're talking about Avodah Zarah, now what do you do the Seifa? The Seifa of that very case is a case where, the Seifa of that very case is a case where um, the stricter by other mitzvot. How is it stricter by other mitzvot? Ema seifa. What do you do with the seifa? The seifa also should be avodazah. It says chomer b'shar mitzvot. It's stricter by other mitzvot. Shevitzav it's not shogeg below with kaven. If you make a shogeg and you have no kavanah at all, chayav you chayav. Mishabat, which is not true by shabbat, you wouldn't be you'd be patur on shabbat if you do shogeg below with kaven. Hi shogeg below with kaven. Avodazah hechidami. What's this case of doing shogeg without any kavanah by avodazah? If the case is that the guy walks, again, we're looking for a case where you'll be chayav by Avodah Zarah and not by Shabbat. So if the case is that you walked into a shul, what's shogeg below the kaven? That's the case of shogeg with no kavanah. You walked into a place you thought it was a shul, and really it was a church. They switched it, and you offered a sacrifice. Okay? That can't be. Your mind is to Shemaim, then you didn't do anything wrong. You don't owe even one korban. So why can we, how can we say it's stricter by Abu Dazah? It's not stricter. If the case is that you saw an image of the king and you bowed to it, I believe Andrata. Yeah, yeah, an image of the king and you bowed down to it. What's the case? If the case is that he accepted the king as a god, that's a mezid. It's nothing. It's like the previous case when you thought it was a shul. So the case must be that you did it because either, either because you loved somebody and the person you loved asked you to do it, or you were scared of someone and that person told you to do it. So that's good according to Abaya. 
So why do we say, oh, it's stricter by other mitzvot than Shabbat? Because on other mitzvot, if you don't know what you're doing, you're chayav and Shabbat, you're patur. So if the case you don't know what you're doing, you didn't know that Abu Dazan is a sur, on Shabbat also, you're just as much chayav there too. Now, it would be cool, because Rava only asked of Nachman about the case, Rabbi wasn't sure if you have one or two. Abba Miftu, those low legamri law, no one says you're patur completely. So the Gemara, says, the Gemara says, you're right. It's not going to work out with Abba Dazara. So, El Alaf, Reshem Abba Dazkochavim, the same as You wanted to make it reciprocal. We, we, we originally thought when you said Abba Dazara that you're saying that Abba Dazara is the Reshem and Abba Dazara is the that would be a very smooth-looking Mishnah. I guess we're stuck now, says the Gemara, with saying that the, the right is not so smooth. Yes, the ratio was Abu Dazara. We're comparing Shabbat to other mitzvot, was Shabbat to Abu Dazara. And the Sefer was other mitzvot besides Shabbat. Now the Gemara is going to clarify. This is what we went for last yesterday. Says the Gemara, V'shagag mitzvot What's the case where a guy made it did not have any kavana by other mitzvot where we said yechayav. If the case is the savar, the shuman hu the guy sees a piece of meat, a fat, he thought it was kosher fat, and he ate it. Masha'enkim, when we said on Shabbat, patur, what's the case? If the case is that you wanted to cut, the case we said before, that the guy wanted to chop off a cucumber that was detached, a guy, you see cucumbers on the ground, and you have a bunch of them that were detached, and you wanted to slice one of them in half, or you have a lot of water, let's make a watermelon case. You have, a, you're in Texas, and you have a watermelon field, and you had 10 watermelons that you detached from the ground before Shabbat, and you want to slice one in half. And instead of slicing the one that was detached, which would, of course, be no problem, you sliced an attached one. In that case, in that case, you patur. So if so, we see from Rava that a guy who does such a case is Patur. Right? So, Rav, again, Rava brought this whole thing to prove his case. Because in the beginning, there was my book at Rava Abaya about this case of chopping the watermelon on the ground. Rava said, Ya Patur, and Abaya said, Ya Chayat. But now, Rava's bringing your proof. You see that this case only works out, Abu Dazarah and the Reisha, and in the Seifa, it'll work out that your Patur by Shabbat. Only in the case of chopping off a watermelon. Like, so the, again, the case would be by chelev, you thought it was chelev, and you, you, thought, you thought it was shuman, kosher fat, and you ate it, but it was chelev. And in our case, the case would be that you thought that it was detached, the watermelon, and it was attached. Welcome, Carl. All right, Carl. Thank we didn't you, Rabbi. No, you did not. We start, Sorry, you have Where, to check. What page you want? Uh, I ain't give them. Okay. We're, we're actually up to where we're up to yesterday anyway. 
כן? So it says about Abaya, the Abaya, what would Abaya answer? He'll say the following. Shagag belomet kaven hechidani. What's the case where a guy made a mistake belomet kaven? The Sava Roku. He thought it was saliva. Ubalo, and he swallowed it, and he realized that it was chelim, which means if a guy didn't realize he's eating something, Again, we, we told you that Abaya admits. Let me re- remind you about the case. We had a case where Abaya admitted to Rava. Abaya admitted to Rava that if you were just trying to pick something up from the ground and you didn't know where to catch, so let's say you have a case of watermelon on the ground, okay? Uh, you have an attached watermelon and a detached watermelon, and you try to pick up the, the detached one. But I'm mistaken, you pick up the attached one. Over there, everyone agrees you're patu, you don't bring a korban. Because you weren't trying to do a malachai, you're just trying to pick something up. But if you were trying to slice one of them, and you slice the detached one, there, rubber agrees you're patur still, and Abayah says you're, you're a chayav in that case, because you were intending to cut. So in our case, if your case was you're intending to cut it, you'd be chayav here too, according to Abayah. It's a problem, because the brightness sounds like you'd be patur. So they're going, no. The case by the chaliv, it's not a case where you picked up an item and you wanted to eat it. The case is that you thought that you had in your mouth saliva, but really it was fat that was liquefied. Okay? Being that it's fat, so you, you thought there's a big piece of saliva or there's a big piece of, of uh, phlegm in your mouth. Really it was a piece of chalif. And therefore, you weren't intending to eat anything at all. When you swallow saliva, you're not intending to eat. That's comparable to the case of picking up a watermelon and you weren't intending to cut anything. And that's why even Abaya will agree that you're patur in that case. And therefore, over here, Abaya could find you a case where you're patur and everything's fine. What? Say, Rabba said you're chayab on the watermelon or patur? Okay. Rabba said you're patur in both cases. Why, why, would, why would he say you're patur if you're going to cut it on Shabbat? Because you, you were planning to cut a, a, a detached watermelon. And you by mistake cut an attached watermelon. Okay, cutting I thought a, you said attached. I thought you said attached. I'm sorry. Cutting a detached watermelon is not a problem. I do it in my kitchen every day. Right? right. Every Shabbat I cut detached watermelons. The problem is to cut, cut attached watermelons. So Rabbi exactly. says, hey, I wasn't trying to cut an attachment. I'm not trying to do malachah. And therefore, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm patur. Abaye does not agree. He says, if you're trying to cut, you bring a korban for that. Okay? That's what Abaye says. Now, we had a problem because over here, we're looking for a flip case by Chelev where you're going to be patur. Because, again, because we told, sorry, we're looking at a flip case by Chelev where you'll be chayav. No, we're looking for a case where you'll be chayav, right? So the case on Shabbat where you're chayav, I'm sorry, we're looking for a case on Shabbat where you're chayav. We don't have a case on Shabbat where you're chayav. So we said, what's the, the case is cutting the watermelon? So we say, Abayah says, no. Shogeg, what's the case? Savad Roku. He thought it was, it, on, on the case on, on during the week, is the guy thought it was saliva, and it was chilev. By Shabbat, you're patur. 
because he agrees. If you have in Hagbiya, you want to pick up a watermelon, the Khatah at the Makubal, by mistake, you cut something that was attached. He's Batur. I was given the Khatah at but if you try to cut something, Talush, uh, then you Khayah, so everything will be cool. Okay, and we figure it all fine. Rabbi tried to prove Abaya wrong, and the end Rabbi could not prove Abaya wrong. Abaya had his way to get out of that breakup as well. Itmar. Okay, we have it. We're at the two dots now on Ayin Gimul Amur Al. Says Gemara. What? Again, we have another similar. We're going to have two more cases where Abaya's machlok is going to come. The same machlok is going to come around. Again, the first case was the watermelon cutting case. Now we have another case. Itmar, Nitkaven is Lokstein. If the guy had in mind he wanted to throw something to Amot in the Shitarabim. Bizarak Arba, and by mistake, it went for Amot. He's trying to throw two, it goes four. Rava Amar Patur, Abaya Amar Chayav. Rava says Ye Patur, and Abaya says Ye Chayav. Again, Rava says Patur. The law of Kaven is like Abba. You don't want to throw it for. Abai Amal Chayav, Kaven is like Abba. You didn't have a mind you're throwing. Since you knew you were throwing, and it ended up going for, he says, Yechayav. That's similar to the case where the guy knew he was cutting. When you know you're cutting, Abai says, Yechayav, if you cut an attached one. So to here, if you know you're throwing the, the object, even though you meant to, and it went for, you're still Chayav according to Abai, and you're still Patur according to Rabba. It's almost the exact same case. So the first case was you intended to cut a detached watermelon. Second case will be intended to throw two amot. And now we have a third case. If a guy sees an area and he thinks it's Rishut HaYachit, and we find it wasn't Rishut HaYachit, it was a public property. Rabba Amar Patur, the Abaya Amar Chayav, Rabbi says you're patur and Abayi says chayav. Rabbi, I'm a patur. Now look, you're in the zikr You didn't mean to throw it into a bad place. You meant to throw it into a good place. You throw it into shute achir, shute rabim. Rabbi, I'm a chayav. I'm a kaven zokav alma. You didn't want to throw it. If you intend to throw it, it's like a case where you didn't intend to cut the watermelon, even though you cut the wrong one, but you intended to cut it. And Abayi says chayav in this case too. Now the Gemara is asking an unspoken question, which is. What do I need three cases of the same thing? In all three cases, Abayah says your Chayab, and Rabbah says your Patur. And they're all cases where he didn't intend to do it, but he intended to do a little a little action, but he didn't intend to do it at least to it. Same thing. No, Sricha, I need all three cases. Because if we had only told you the first case, which is the case of cutting the watermelons, I would say, oh, that's where Rabbah says that your Patur. Because you didn't have in mind to cut any Yisur. But the case where you wanted to throw two and you threw four. Sorry, you want to two and you threw four, yes. The Arba below You can't throw four without throwing two. So you intended to do a little bit of the Avera. And say where we're, we're, we're differentiating between them, Carl. When you intend yeah. to cut the watermelon that was detached. You were intending to do something totally mutar. And that has nothing to do with any avera. Cutting mm-hmm. detached watermelons is totally mutar. When you intended right. to chuck the item two and not four, two is the beginning of four. So you intended right. to do a little bit Already of Already you're starting to do maybe so something wrong. 
something wrong or something that's the beginning of something wrong. When I try yeah, to cut, beginning of something wrong. I, mm -hmm. you try to do the beginning of something wrong. But when you try to cut a detached watermelon, you're not trying to do anything wrong. So therefore, just because Rava says Yipatur in the case of the watermelon, doesn't necessarily follow that he's going to say Yipatur in the case of the trucking. And that's why I need the second case, because you might not have known that. Yes. And if we only told you the second case, which is the case that's wrong too, I would say only there is where Rava says it. Because you didn't mean to throw it forth. But if I thought the area was a private area, and it turns out it was a public area, you knew you were going to throw it forth. In other words, you knew you were going to throw it into the, where it's going, you just didn't know what that was. Oh, by the case of two and four, you didn't know what, what you were doing. You thought you were going to do A and you did B. Here, you thought you were going to do A and you did A. Just you didn't know what A was. So you might have thought that Robert didn't say it. Right? So we need all three cases. Okay. Now we're going to explain Rabba. Tonight, we learned in the Mishnah, which is coming up now. Avot Melachot Alba'in Chaserechat. How many Avot Melachot are there? 39. 40 minus 1. Okay? Let's clarify this. What do I need the Mishnah to tell me that there's 39? We know how to count. The Mishnah is going to list all of them. So what's the point of telling me all of them? We're going to see on the next page. Because if you did all of them in one mistake, you have 39. Since you did 39, you have 39 if you forgot about it. If you forgot about it and you did 39, you have all 39. It makes sense according to Abaya. The Amarki Haikav Nechayav, who says Yechayav in these cases. The case could be that the guy knows it's Shabbat. And he knows about all the Isurim. But he's not sure how much is Asur. So according to Abaya, we can have an easy case. Abaya says that if you didn't know, you, uh, you thought you were going to throw two and you threw four. Yet all these cases, you could find a case where you know about Shabbat and you know about the Malachot and you Chayab a Korban because you didn't know the Shior. Like Abaya is saying over here, you Chayab in all these cases. But Rav who says that when you didn't intend to do Malacha, you can be Patur. How can you find a case where you know it's Shabbat and you don't know the Malachot? It fits if you go We could find a case According to Yochanan, if Yochanan holds that if a guy doesn't know about the karet, he still brings a carbon. So we can find you a case. We could say, let's say this guy, the reason how it could be chayav 39 melachot is because he didn't know there was karet. If Yochanan holds that not knowing there's karet is enough to bring you, uh, it's enough to bring you um, a korban. Ela, 
You have to not know about the love. So how did you know about Shabbat? In other words, like this. There's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says that there's 39 minus 1 Melachot. What's the point of the 39? To tell you that if you know about Shabbat, you could be Chayab for 39 Melachot in one fell soup. If you made it forget on one Shabbat, you could be Chayab up to 39. If there were 30 Melachot, then if you do all Melachot on Shabbat, you only have 30. Because you have only for the amount of Melachot they are. Lost you. One more time. Carl, are you with me? A guy, we said that there's yeah. 39 Melachot on Shabbat. A guy does a hundred melachot on Shabbat and he does all 39 six times. And he didn't know something. The Gemara says, the reason why we have to tell you how many numbers there are, because whatever number of what melachot there are, that's how many you're going to be chayav after Shabbat's over. You're chayav 39 because there's 39. Had there been 30, you'd be chayav 30. Now, it's only possible to have that if you know what Shabbat, if you know what Shabbat is, and you know you know that you know that there's such a thing as Shabbat, and you know at least one melacha, and you don't know all thirty-nine, but you can't possibly have thirty-nine because you have to know at least one melacha, otherwise you don't know what Shabbat is. You can't say, "Oh, I know what Shabbat is." How do you know what Shabbat is if you don't know that anything in the world is asur? Right? You have mm-hmm. to know at least one of the melachot are asur. So let's say the guy knows, I know that carrying is a sword. Everything else I don't know. Okay, so you know carrying is a sword. So you can't get a korban for carrying, because for, for carrying, you're, you're mezid. How can a guy get all 39 melachot on one Shabbat if you, you have to know what Shabbat is? In order to know what Shabbat is, you have to know at least one melachah. Otherwise, you don't know what Shabbat is. And if you want to you know one melachah, you can only get 38, not 39. So how can we say, oh, we're telling you the number? Because if you do it on Shabbat, you get 39 melachot. You can't get 39. The most you can get is 38. Because you have to know at least one melachot and all about Shabbat, according to these rabbis. Is everyone with me? Yeah. Awesome. Harry, with Rav, Mike, Mark, good. Okay. Says the Gemara, oh, we have a case. Case is the Yadav Tchumin, Rav, Kiva. The case is, if you, we, we said before that Tchum Shabbat is a melacha, according to Rabbi Akiva, it's what melacha de oraita. Walking too far on Shabbat is melacha de oraita, but you don't get killed for it, and you don't bring a korban for it. So if a guy knows that there's a law of Tchum Shabbat, so he knows that melacha, but he doesn't know carrying and lighting a fire, he doesn't know any of those things. But I know about Tchum Shabbat. So I know one de oraita, and that allows me to get all 39. So I can say, I know what Shabbat is, because I know at least one law. Which law from Shabbat, which is not one of the 39, and then I'm good. Gorgeous Rabbi Akiva. Clear? Awesome. Yeah. Now we're up to a brand new Mishnah, which is, I would say, the highlight of Parakadadol. Usually in Yeshivot, when they learn Parakadadol, they skip to right over here, which is all of the Lachot of Shabbat. Okay? Says the Mishnah. Avot melachot arba'im chaser echad. There are 49 avot melachot on Shabbat. I'd like to give, before I actually do this, I'd like to give a quick 
summary that comes in this about halachot before we get started, avot and todot. Okay? Number one. There's 39 melachot on Shabbat. All those are avot melachot. There's also each av melacha has many tolda, as many secondary melachot, which are also deoraita. Okay? The av is the main one. Tolda comes from the av. Okay? Now, they're also a super Torah, and we, we're going to learn it from the Pasuk. From the Pasuk, it says, You did one of them. Hena is the 39 Melachot. Mehena means from one of them, Yani, one of these other Toldot Melachot. And you also have to have in mind, those are the main things. So we're going to go through the 39 main Melachot that, they, that there are. Okay. Let's get started. Go. Avot Melachot Shna Abayim Chaserechat. And here what they are. Let's read. Hazorea. Zorea is planting. Okay. Choresh, plowing, making a hole in the ground to put the seeds in. Kotzer, harvesting. Cutting anything off the ground is called harvesting. That's Kotzer. That's a common one. Ma'amar is a non-common one. Ma'amar is you gather together things. So after something grows, if you have a bunch of apples that fall off your apple tree onto the ground, and you take a basket and you gather apples together, that's called ma'amar. You're gathering together something that fell on the ground. Okay? Good. Hadash. Dash is crushing. So if you have wheat on the ground and you step on the wheat to get the kernels out of the shaft, that's called dash. Zore is you take the mixture of kernels and, and, um, and flakes that you don't need and you throw it up in the air in order that the wind should blow away the lighter staff and leave you with the heavier seeds. That's called winnowing. In the olden days, that was an easy way to get rid of the chaff was by winnowing, okay? Borer is to select. We know what borer is. You take the good from the bad. In the olden days, what they used to do is they used to, they used to um, uh, have Sorry, what was it for In the old days, what they used to do is they used to have a um, a big pile of stuff, and they would throw out all the all the good stuff. I just wanted to show you. I had this. That's not it. That's not it. Here we go. Some of them are here. Hold on. So we're in pot now. So let's get it clear. Here's winnowing. In winnowing, you see what the guy's doing? He's got this thing, and he's throwing the mixture up in the air. The, the seeds are falling back down, but the, the heavier stuff is flying away. That's called winnowing. That's, that's number seven. Then we go to Borer, where the guy's taking out any small pebbles from his stuff. The after he did the winnowing, and all the, he's going to take out all the bad from the good. That's called borer. Okay. 
Then we have, after that, we have tochen, where you grind it and make it smaller. Anytime you take a thing and you, you grind it up, anything that's called tochen. Then we have miraket, is sifting, is to take out the bad things with, this, with the sifter. Very similar to border, but here you're using a instrument, okay? Lash is kneading. Here we have the guy takes the thing and he kneads his dough. Then you have ofe baking. Very simple. Good. Now you have wheat. We we, we get we got out of baking and now we got into the toda of wool. The first thing you have to do is gozez simmer. Shearing off wool of an animal is called gozez. That's the shearing problem. Milavno is whitening it. Okay. Minafto is detangling it. They have these two cards and they card it to detangle it. Sova is coloring. Oh, they don't have any more over here. Okay, stop this there. Sova is coloring. Okay, they would dye the wheat. All right. Good. Tovah is spinning. Mesich is putting it on the warp. After you put it, they, they would mount the, 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 the string onto the warp. I have a picture of that actually over here in my Gemara. means you're making these weaving looms, okay? You look over here, you'll see. These things are weaving looms. You see how these strings are going through this thing? So this, these two frames are used to move the strings up and down. Okay? And making those frames in order to move the strings up. And the way they did it, weaving in the old days is you have two sets of, of um, strings and you push the other string in between. You move them back and forth and you push the shuttle through those strings. So making those things, you're making two uh, heddles or frames, or weaving two threads, taking out two threads, kosher, tying the knot at the end of the thing, matir, untying the knot, stitching two stitches, or ripping in order to restitch it. Those are all the Ma'ase oreg, the the melachot that have to do with sewing and weaving. Now we're going to talk about the ones that have to do with uh, catching an animal and killing animals. So there's number one, hatsad sri, catching a deer. That's it, melachav tsad, catching. Shochto, slaughtering it. That's melachav of notel l'shama. Mafshito, skinning an animal. Molicho, salting the animal. Ma'aved tanning the hide, putting the hide in chemicals so it becomes leather. Memachikot, smoothing out the leather. Mechatcho, cutting the leather on the lines. Kotev shteotiot, or writing two, two letters on the hide. Mochekam, ma'adachtov shteotiot, or erasing two letters in order to write two more. Okay? Finally, we have the last six, which are bonet, building, Soter, destroying, mechabe, putting out a fire, ma'avir, lighting a fire, 
hitting the last blow, fixing an item, doing the last fixing of an item, and carrying from one place to the next. These are the 49 Avot Melachot. Let's turn to Amur Bet. Okay, guys? We're going to go through a bunch of them today. Minyana Lamali. The Gemara asks, what's the point of the Minyan? We had the Gemara ask this question a bunch of times and give this answer. What's the point of telling me why 39? We actually had it on the page before. Says if you did all of them in one mistaking, okay, to bring 39 like we said, just had on the page before. Now the guy is going to ask the following question. The first two are planting and plowing. Let's see. You have to first make a hole, right? And then you plow. The normal way to do things, if you have a field, we don't know anything because we're city slickers, but regular guys in the old days know the first thing you do, you can't take seeds and throw them into the ground. Even if you go to your gardener, he can't put grass seeds in your ground until he rakes up the ground and it makes little holes for the seeds to go in for it to work. So plowing goes first. Ask the Gemara, why did you start with Planting and then plowing. The, or, the order should be the opposite. The order should be plowing followed by planting. That would be much better. So the Gemara. Tana Israel Kai. The Tana is talking about in Israel. The Zari In Israel, they actually they plant first and then they plow. Why? Because since the ground is so hard, they just put the seeds on the ground and they cover it by plowing next to it. And that's how they get it in the ground. Therefore, that's why they do it. That's why it says in that water because it goes from Israel, because by Israel. Yeah, in Israel, they do it like that because the ground is so hard that they, they they first plow the field. No, they first plant. They put the seed first and then they plow, right? So what they do is like this. They put the seed first. First they plow up the field. Then they put the seeds and they have to plow it a second time to make it work. So in Israel, there is plowing after. You do a first plowing first always. But in Israel, there is plowing after seeding. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Says Now let me tell you what these things are. If a guy plants, we know about. Zomer is pruning. If you have a tree, you know there's certain trees. I remember one time. I was in my mother's house, and she has these big trees in front of her house. And they had this Mexican guy come, the gardener guy, and he comes with this big chainsaw, and he cuts the whole tops of the trees off in, in the, in the, right before the winter. I'm like, what are you doing? You're ruining the trees. He laughs at me. He says, if you want the trees to be good, you must cut them. Cutting them makes them grow much better. When you cut the hedges, they grow better. It's true like that for trees too. So 
pruning a tree actually makes it grow better. So therefore, when a guy prunes a tree, he's chayav for planting it. Why? Because you're making it grow by pruning it. You got it? Mm-hmm. Or Notea is when you take, instead of planting seeds, Zorea is if you plant a seed, Carl. Notea is if you take a little little mini tree and you put that in the ground. That's Notea, that's planting. As opposed to Zorea, which is seeding. Martiv, what? Mavrich is taking a, a vine and sticking it to the ground. I don't know if you've ever seen, but vines generally grow like this. Now, if you want the vine to be strong, after a while, you take the long vine and you stick it in the ground and out of the ground. And it'll make new roots where you stick it in the ground. That's called mavrich. Uh, then there's markiv, is grafting. Grafting is when you take a tree, you cut off one of the branches, and you stick a different tree branch into the stump. Okay? And see how it works? Mm-hmm. You, cutting one a, piece off. No, watch. I have a tree. I chopped down the tree. Okay. Now, in the stump, I take another branch from a different tree and I stick it into the stump. Make a slice in it and stick in this branch. That branch will attach to it and start growing from the roots of the other tree. That's called grafting. All these things are, are parts. They're all part of the same thing. My Kamash, what's the common teacher? Of course. So if a guy does all these things on Shabbat, he's only Chayav one Korban Chata. He had a guy on Shabbat, he didn't know it was Shabbat or something, or he didn't know it was a sewer of these things. And he does planting, harvesting, pruning, all of them one Shabbat. What did you do? I was in my garden, I did planting, harvesting, grafting, I did all these things. How many Korban do I owe? One, because this is only one av melacha. The av is planting, and all these things are part of planting. You only have one. Is that clear? It's all in the same category. They're all in the same category. You only have one. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Says the Allah further. Amar of Acha, Amar of Chibar Ashi, Amar of Ami, Zomer Chayav Mishum Noter. A guy who prunes a tree is chayav because of planting. Like we said before. All these things, notea, planting a, a seedling, which means planting a little tree, mavrich and markiv, putting the, the vine in the ground and grafting, chayav because of zorea. Why are you telling me I'm only doing zorea? I'm also doing notea. So really, you can be chayav two malachot, because there's two separate malachot. One is zorea, which is planting seeds, and noteh is planting a, a, a hard branch. This guy, when you plant a branch, you're also doing zorea. So you chayav for two things, not just one. Okay. Amar of Kana of Kana says, Zomer v'tzarich le'etzim, chayav shtayim. Let's say you have a guy who goes to his tree and he wants to prune it. And we told you that pruning makes the tree, Carl, healthier. Remember right. That? It makes it stronger. Good. 
So the guy goes over to his tree. He knows his tree uh, what needs needs some pruning. So he prunes off a few branches. And when he does it, he says, you know something? I'm not going to throw these out. I'll use this, these branches that cut off like firewood. That guy, if he's planning to use the branches, he's chayav two kovanot. Why? Because he did, number one, he did planting because he made this tree stronger. And number two, he did harvesting because he harvested off that branch to use it for his thing. Different category. Two different categories. Even though he did one malachai, he's got two categories. Right. Good. Achad mishum kotev, achad mishum noter, one for kotev, one noter. Amar of Yosef, Haiman dekatal aspata, a guy who cuts an aspata tree. Now, aspata tree is a plant that they use to feed animals, and they cut it three times a month. Why yechayav shtayim? Echad mishum kotev, one because of cutting and one for planting again since it's going to grow back again and you want to grow back because you want to feed it the next time to your animals so therefore you could be have two planting and harvesting okay I'm going to buy a biases I'm going to buy silka a guy who cuts beets. Chayav shtayim is chayav too. Echad mishum kotev, echad mishum noteah. One for kotev and one for planting. The beets also, they grow back after you cut them. So therefore, you, you're making it grow and you're doing kotev. Okay. Beautiful. I think we did good. Should we do a little more? Let's do hachoresh. Hachoresh plowing. Tana, we learned in the brighter. Hachoresh v'achoper v'acharitz. Kulam v'achachatem. Whether you plow, whether you dig a hole, whether you make a, a, a row in the ground, that's all one melacha. If a guy had in his backyard, no, if a guy has, let's say, a, a mound, a mound of dirt in your property, and you take a shovel, and you got rid of the mound, and you've made it flat now, but you didn't make a hole, is that plowing or not plowing? Rosh says, Bisadeh, if you do it in your field, Chayav Mishum Chodesh, that's still called plowing. Bottom line is, you plowed. And Bebayit, Chayav Mishum Boneh. In your house, if in the olden days they had dirt floors in your house. If you do that in your house, you're building. Because what are you doing? You're making your house nice. And when you have a mind in your house, it's not nice. And you're flattening, making it, it's like you're building your house when you get rid of that mound. Okay? Beautiful. Now, let's say a guy had a hole and he filled up the hole. So if it's in his backyard, sorry, if he's in his house, he's building his house. In the backyard, you're plowing because even though you're filling it up, you're filling it up with soft dirt, that's like plowing. Okay. In all those um, cases, you got to bring a korban. Korban, each one. But for different things. Now, it makes a big difference. So if you're in your house and you did two things. One, I filled my hole. And the other thing I did was I put a nail in the wall. Both of them are building. Two things, both building. How many korban do I own? One korban because they're both building. Right. But if I filled up the hole in my yard, 
That's not building. That's plowing. And if I put a nail on the wall, I need two korbanot. Right. Depending where your hole was or where your mound was, you'll be having either two or one with the nail. Mm-hmm. Good? Yep. Let's say a guy digs a hole on Shabbat. We told you that a guy who digs a hole on Shabbat is chayav uh, for Koresh or for building. I don't really want the hole. I only made the hole because I need some dirt. Now what? Usually, in order to do malacha, you have to want the result of the malacha. In this case, all I really want is dirt. I don't really want a hole. So the hole, I'm doing it in a way, it's something I don't want. When you do something you don't want, usually patur. So here we say, patur alayhi patur. You could, you could have two guys making a hole. One guy is digging the hole, and they both dig the exact same hole on Shabbat. One guy needs to bring a carbon, and one guy doesn't. Depending on why they dug the hole. If you don't go because you want a hole, you hold karma. Because you did the melacha for the reason, with the kavana. But if you did dug the hole because you need dirt, you patur. No karma. No yes. No karma. Correct. Now, I feel Rabbi Huda. Even according to Yuda, who disagrees with Shimon and says Malacha she answers Lufa, Chayav Yechayav, That's only if you're fixing something. But if you're ruining something, then you do not have to pay. So it's not just according to Shimon who says when the guys, when the guy was taking the the, the dirt because he wanted the dirt, digging the hole because he wanted the dirt. He's patur, not just according to Bishimon, who says, Dabar she'en mitkaven, patur. Even according to Bishimon, who we said before, holds Dabar she'en mitkaven, chayav. So here you can say, what do you mean? So why you only want the dirt? It's Dabar she'en mitkaven, chayav. That's only true when the thing that you're doing is something beneficial. But over here, what you're doing to the floor, the malachah that you're doing, is worse. You're ruining the floor. You're making a hole when you don't want a hole. That, since that's a mitkalkel, even in Bishimon, will agree that you are patur. Okay, good. We're going to stop at the Malacha of Kotzer, guys. Okay? Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen v'amen. Zaka Baruch. Zaka Baruch, everybody. See you tomorrow. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi. Oh, because you're not on the chat. You don't have WhatsApp, right? I had a WhatsApp, but I, 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 the announcer probably didn't pay attention to it. I don't know. I, ah. I'm here at 8.30. I don't have time to show you. Show okay. We might, it could be we'll be starting 8-ish going forward because a lot of people want a 9 class. So I'm doing a 9 class. Oh, okay. Okay? Thank you, everybody. Check you. your WhatsApp, guys. Thank you. I'll try. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Rabbi. Thank, Thank you, Rabbi. Rabbi. What's doing, Ralph?